The Rambam writes in Hilchus Tshuva, in the seventh chapter, all the prophets enjoined the principle of tshuva, returning to God, repentance, and Israel will be redeemed specifically by virtue of tshuva. The Torah already assured that Israel will ultimately repent. In the final period of Golos, and then they will be redeemed immediately. Tshuva erases the sins of Israel, which impedes the redemption. In fact, however, the significance of tshuva goes beyond this. Tshuva is rooted in the very essence of man's soul. And that is why uh, tshuva is able to correct all the blemishes and defects that are caused by sins. Redemption means a manifestation of the divine essence in the world. And that is brought about by tshuva. The very principle of Geula, redemption, therefore, is most intimately bound to the concept of tshuva. Okay, now a quote from Micha, chapter 7, verse 18, which is brought, um, is recited in Mincha and the Aftarah of Yom Kippur. Who, O God, is like you, who pardons iniquity and overlooks transgression for the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever, for he delights in mercy. Tshuva brings about the ultimate redemption. As our sages taught, the redemption depends only on Tshuva. The Gemara in Sanhedrin Daf, Tzadik Zayin Omud Beis 97b. Maimonides, the Ramam rules that the Torah has already assured, assured and promised that, guaranteed, that Israel will ultimately repent in the final period of Gullus and then they will be redeemed immediately. This does not mean, however, that the redemption will not occur unless this is presently being fulfilled in the simple sense of these words that we actually must literally do tshuva because number one, there is not a single Jew who has not already had thoughts of tshuva several times in the course of his life. And the halacha says that the mere thought of tshuva transforms even the most wicked person into a most righteous one as the Ramah brings in the laws of Gitin. Number two, People living in our times who presently do not observe Teda Mitzvahs are like, are like what's called infants that were infants, infants that were taken into captivity among heathens and raised by them, thus not knowing any better. They are victims of duress. It's called Oynes. And the Torah exonerates victims of duress. Oynes Patre. Moreover, when such so-called captives observe even one single mitzvah, it is most precious and dear unto the Almighty. In fact, we see that precisely nowadays, there are thousands of such victims of duress who have already returned, and many more who are constantly returning to the spiritual roots, to the path of Torah. And number three, the redemption, the Geula, will occur actually even before the Jewish people repent. Thus, it is written in Tehillim, Kuf, Lamed, Psalm 130, verse 8, He will redeem Israel from all its sins. And the commentaries explain, even sin will not impede the redemption, for He will redeem Israel from sin. This is seen also from the text of Tachnun, which cites first, God redeems Israel from its afflictions, and only then says He will redeem Israel from all its sins. In other words, first Hashem will redeem the people of Israel from the distress of the Gullus, and thereafter, he will redeem them from their sins. 
Rabbi David Kimchi thus explains Micha chapter 7, verse 18. Who, O God, is like you? Who pardons iniquity and overlooks transgressions for the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. So he says the following. Rabbi, Rabbi David Kimchi. Those that remain when the Redeemer comes, though they will be guilty to the point that they should not leave the Gullus because of their evil deeds, Hashem will not look at their behavior forever because He delights in mercy. His mercy shall prevail over their sins when the time of redemption arrives. It says, Asid that Mashiach, that Hashem, Hashem will bring the um, Tadikim to doing tshuva in the future times.